family holidays. This is supposed to be a season of joy and peace. Welcome to Life, Love, and Family. But inside, you know that feeling you just want to scream. You can begin to break a cycle of family stress and write a new story for the holidays. It's that time. Christmas time is here. Everybody knows there's not a better time of year. You're going home for the holidays. Thrill? Stressed? A lot of emotions get wrapped up as you think about heading home for the holidays, wherever that may be and with whomever that may be. Sometimes, about now, we start to think, well, maybe I'm just going to cancel. I mean, what is it about family get-togethers that stirs up so many emotions? I'm Dr. Greg Jans. Today, I want to tackle this with you on life, love, and family. We're talking about these common struggles that happen to families. Holiday pressures add a whole different level of stress on relationships that can already be strained by time and distance. Let this year be different. You can have a happier family. This can be a time of decision that says, I'm going to do it differently. One of the very biggest traps of the holiday season is unrealistic expectations. We're trying to be a certain way for others, and we're expecting ourselves to be able to handle everything, handle everyone, mm. <laughs> deal with that difficult uncle. You know, you have an expectation of yourself. We need to look at that. We also have the expectation for the season. The house has to be perfect, the tree, the lights, everything has to be just right. We get it wound a little tight. Gotta have the perfect music. Oh boy, the food. You live with somebody that spends so much time on the food and the food looks so pretty and ornate itself, you don't want to eat it. <laughs> it's the perfect foods. And then there's the Christmas cheer. The whole family will be there. Everybody's going to be so happy. You see, we attempt to, at times, recreate those best moments of childhood. But life is not perfect. There's no room in that picture of the perfect holiday for the dried-out turkey. There's no room for those fighting grandkids or the less-than-special gifts. Along comes disappointment. I'm so disappointed in him. I'm so disappointed the kids did not behave. Maybe the unrealistic expectations are about family roles. You know, you're supposed to be a certain way. He's supposed to be a certain way. Your husband's supposed to be a certain way. How do you tell the relatives that you've failed? 
doesn't seem right to let them down at the holidays, so we keep pretending. Or maybe you or the family screw up, and your parents still see you as that teenage wild child. Family has a way of really cementing in a particular view and imprint that this is how you'll always be. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know you're in your 50s, but they're looking at you like you're still 16. <laughs> they think you're still the same. And here's the danger. They think they know you the best. Mm. And even though you're grown up, you're even successful, and you return to your childhood home, and suddenly you become the old screw-up again. When you go back home and you're around family and family members, Suddenly you notice that you feel younger. Suddenly you notice you act differently. You feel (laughs) differently. You you go, what happened to me? You regress back and it feels real different. Family holidays also include visiting relatives, our aunts, our uncles, cousins, and they have a disregard for the normal boundaries that you have in your family. They will ask inappropriate questions. They will put food on your plate for you. <laughs> I mean, they're asking you about, hey, well, um, you know, how much are you making by now? I mean, they're going to look at you. Maybe they're going to comment about your weight, something about the current state of your love life. I mean, you know, who are these people? And, and they're your relatives, right? And you thought, this is supposed to be a season of joy and peace. It's Christmas after all. And you and your spouse have decided that you belong with the family over the holidays no matter what. Now the marathon begins. Visits with your folks, your spouse's folks, the extra folks due to (laughs) divorces and new blended families, the shopping, gift exchanges, getting your kids back in the car for yet another family tradition. Everywhere you go, You're expected to eat and eat some more. You're barely getting any sleep at your folks' house. And still, the whole time, you have to keep smiling. You have to do your best to look like you're having a great time. But inside, you know that feeling you just want to scream. Wow, the holiday depression can emerge the want to escape through drinking and through maybe old self-destructive behaviors, overeating. 30 years ago, I founded the center, a place of hope. And we've seen many folks who have really moved into a destructive cycle and maybe it's addiction. Life is really not going that well. And you come home for the holidays and you begin to see people that you haven't seen for a while and the family members and everything seems to get amped up and escalated and you realize there really is dysfunction there really is addiction in my family mm. and i have to look at this and maybe this year you're you're seeing this differently and you're going i have to learn how to live differently and maybe you have been embraced in this dysfunction so much that the denial for you has been strong and you have turned to alcohol or addiction and you've got a whole pattern of dysfunction in your life and the holidays are like holding up that mirror 
and now you really see it. I want to mention to you that we can help. I want you to know that we'll help loved ones. These are situations that we need to make an intervention plan, a strategy for, and write a new story for the holidays, a new story of peace and joy to your family gatherings. I want you to listen. I'm going to share a number when it gets to this point and it crosses over this line where things really are out of control and I need outside help. I want you to know that this is the time to ask for help. Kara's in the studio. This is a time of year that things do get amplified. It's a time of year that addiction and family stress and expectations, it all gets wrapped in. And sometimes we get overwhelmed by it. You know, I recently read 19% of Americans, instead of looking forward to going home for the holidays, they're actually really dreading it. You know, we do need to adjust our thinking. And we need to say, you know what? I'm not going to live in those same dysfunctional patterns. This is a time where I don't have to wait for the new year to write a new year's goal. I can start now and say, you know what? I'm going to do it differently now. If you or someone you love is struggling to find joy in the holidays and they've got difficult families and unrealistic expectations, there is hope. 888-771-5166. What if your home is invaded by the whole family and they come every year and you are tired, you are fatigued, you have had enough. Oh, no, wait, don't get me wrong. You love your family, but the holiday season brings on too much work and you want to say, we're going to Hawaii this year or, <laughs> or I am, we're, we're leaving. You want to write that word cancel, but there's the expectation that, hey, we all come over to, to your house, right? And that's why I use the word invade. There's times you can feel really invaded. Maybe it's been a tough year and here you are and you're already tired of decorating and shopping and cooking and you haven't even started yet. <laughs> you're tired in the mind with it. You know, you're already navigating what different people's personalities are and you're running scenarios through your mind. Your aunt, now she's told you she's gluten-free. <laughs> and you have to cook a whole other set of food for her so you can get tired and it all can feel like drama and things can erupt and be abruptive and can really throw you off and i want to talk about this today because our perspective is so important we choose that now and there are kids that will come home and they'll start acting like children again they're in their 20s or 30s or maybe older. And they come home, you wonder, did they ever grow up, right? And I'm saying all these things, not out of disrespect, not out of you don't love them. We love our family. They just can be at times the most challenging. There's even the mom who says, well, maybe this year we're going to have a Christmas meal. We're going to have it at a restaurant. We're going to reserve the big room at the restaurant. And you're asking yourself, how do I pass on this role that I have got myself into all these years? Because our house has become the Christmas house. There's nobody else that's volunteering. There's nobody else that's stepping in. And here's the danger. You begin to step into resentments. You begin to step into 
really anger and anger towards others because you're thinking, it's all on me. Mm. And I have had the Christmas house a little too long. (laughs) See the feeling? Mm -hmm. We are talking about this today to examine our own attitudes, to begin to look at, well, what can I do different? And to be proactive about our attitude and our perspective and people and expectations. Today on Life, Love, and Family, we're talking about the pressures of spending time with family during the holidays. 888-771-5166. We have a question from Liam. He's 25. He's been serving in the Army for the last four years, and he has leave this year to go home at Christmas. And he accepted Christ as his Savior while he was stationed across the country, and he wants to celebrate the true meaning of Christmas at home and with his family, but it's really hard at home. It's not only that they're not believers, but they like to make fun of people who go to church or talk about God. So how does he, as a new Christian, steal himself for the offenses that'll come while still sharing Christ's love with his family? Well, I bet you're going to be different this year because you know now the true meaning of Christmas and it means something different to you. So just go in and enjoy your difference. You be different. You're going to carry a different attitude. You're going to carry a different position already. Just be you and let God's love show through you. If there's questions, you can answer it. This is your homecoming in a different way because I bet they're going to notice something different about you. So have confidence and congratulations for connecting with Christ. As you come home, find your own special way whether it's a special church service or some way that you can connect with others who are fellow believers for a part of this Christmas season so you can join in with others and celebrate. And importantly, pray for your family as you probably already are. Today on Life, Love, and Family, we're talking about the added pressures on families during the holidays. You know, stress may cause you to want to do escapism behavior, By that, I mean, well, I'm just going to eat a little bit more. It's the person who says, you know, I haven't drank alcohol for years, but boy, I'm feeling that urge, that craving again. Just want to escape through television. Some escape through spending this time of year. Mm. And so look for, I call it escapism because it's a way of self-medicating. It's mood altering. I'm doing certain behaviors in order to alter my mood so I can feel differently. The problem about escapism behaviors is we end up feeling worse and we tend as human beings not to choose the best escapism behaviors. Person goes, I'd rather drink than go exercise. (laughs) You get into these modes, you're choosing the negative. That's one of the dangers with having this holiday stress because sometimes there's more food available or some families there's more alcohol available, expectations to spend more, and so your stress gets greatly amplified. And I do want to talk about other family stress. Here's some common ones. Okay. Family stress that can rise up. Remember, everything gets amplified during the holidays. There's comparisons. Y'all come home for the holidays and they're comparing. And the situation where relatives, well, when are you going to get a real job? There's an attitude that can come through this. The comparisons to others. And you can feel that. Sometimes it's something that you feel that I want you to learn to trust more than anything else. And that relates as well to favoritism. 
the scriptures look at favoritism, we can see that it can be a situation that can really be very, very destructive. So there's the sense that a certain person's favored, the family hero. You may not realize just how powerful this favoritism is because you're so used to seeing this in your family. So I want you to be aware of comparisons, of favoritism, the appearance of favoritism. So destructive, there's kids that... You can tell that a family has favored a certain kid. They're the kid that gets more of the attention at Christmas. Maybe their presents are a little more expensive. The other kids feel something. They may not know exactly what it is. But if you grew up in a family where there's favoritism, you know how destructive this is and how subtle at times it can be, but it's there. Mm -hmm. So comparisons, favoritism. These are a couple things to be aware of that can really increase that family stress. We have a question from Pete. He says he grew up in a family where humor was used as a weapon. Dad was always making fun of us. Even when I do something right on the ball field or in school, he always gave a backhanded compliment. Now dad's been ill and mom sounds really tired. So Pete decided to bring the whole family home for Christmas. But he's worried that dad's biting sarcasm might ruin the holiday for the whole family. You may not stop him, and he may continue this behavior, and you've been responding in a certain way. You know, sarcasm really is a form of judgment or criticism. It's really a form of putting down. Mm -hmm. And some grew up in homes where there was the overuse of sarcasm. It really does affect our self-esteem. It causes us to feel like we're defective. If we feel like we're defective, we probably behave like it. We probably feel inferior, so we're not doing our best. It's hard to think on our feet. I want you just to be aware of this going into it. And you want to probably have somebody else with you. I'm going to suggest, if this is the case, you don't need to spend any one-on-one -on -one time. Don't go out and play catch with your dad. Have somebody else always with you as a part of that interaction. It's easier to step away slowly if there's another person. And it's a really a safety for you. And be aware, first of all, if you go home and you have a dad that's sarcastic and overuses sarcasm, ask yourself, how old do I feel? And suddenly you go, I'm 35 and now I feel 16. And mentally, Adjust your age. Mm -hmm. See yourself growing up fast. Adjust that. You'll be amazed if you ask yourself, okay, how old do I feel around this person? And make the mental adjustment. You are an adult and you can go back to that. You might have to do that a few times. And we could even practice a few role plays if we needed to. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like, okay, dad's going to probably say this. And I want you next to me and practice how you're going to respond. Hey, a 10-minute, 15-minute little practice of a role play can really help you feel empowered when you go into that situation. And remember, if a sarcastic comment's made, you do not have to respond back. You can do what we call a quick change of the topic. You've got the shield on. These little arrows are going to just hit that and fall down. You can turn to your wife and engage in a different topic and not give it any power at all. 
Is there something that we can all do to alleviate stress that's coming on this time of year? Let's go back to expectations, your own expectations as we began the program with, the perceived expectations you feel from others, and then your self-care. By the way, we need to let go of expectations of a perfect situation with family. Be sure that as you go into the holidays that there is good rest. I would be sure that I'm doing something that reflects exercise. 15, 20 minutes a day will make a huge difference for how you feel, ultimately how you sleep. And this is the time of year that you're going to watch for excesses. By excesses, I mean those things that you tend to overuse. I overeat, I overspend, whatever I'm overusing that's creating an excess in my life. By the way, if there's a theme of entitlement with your family during the holidays, that theme of entitlement will tend to really come out. Mm. It comes out through the expectations of, of gifts, and you may feel like you've got to spend more or do more. If you find yourself stressed, we did mention how to de-stress your life. You can find a copy of the book and connect with Dr. Jans on his website at aplaceofhope.com. We have a question from Marcellus. He says, my wife's sister is a really nice person, except when she isn't. (laughs) She can be the most fun and gracious host and guest that you could imagine. But there are times when she gets mad at someone in the family. And when that happens, it throws all the plans into chaos because she doesn't want to be around the people in the family who she's mad at. So how do I plan for this situation and support my wife when I feel like things can be blown up at any time because of her sister's weird ways? It's not about you. And to draw that line and remind her that it's not about you. We need reminders from time to time when we're around people that may feel like they've got power over us. And that's the next thing to ask yourself. Am I allowing undue power or influence? We need to remember that we're not a sponge. We do not have to soak this up and internalize this as though it's true. It sounded like there's just been some unpredictable behavior Predictable behavior that is at times mixed with anger can be quite hurtful. Mm. And so listen for things. Are there character judgments being made? Is there constant criticism? Is there contempt that's coming out? You just draw that invisible shield that really separates you out. You're not a sponge. You've got the shield and you know what the truth is. And sometimes we need to remind our spouse what the truth is. Sweetheart, this is not about you. Family life can be really tough, and probably especially so during the holidays. We have a question from Angel. She says, I just lost my job. I'm a single mom with three kids, and they're all under the age of 10. I have some savings, but it will be impossible to give the kids the kind of Christmas that they're used to. Their father and his wife have always been really generous, and they buy toys and school supplies and lots of extras. And honestly, right now, according to Angel, she says, I am torn between being grateful that they can really help financially and jealous that my kids are going to want to spend more time on holiday vacation with their dad. I think you're going to create some special time at home. But yes, they're going to be with their dad as well. And you may even need just to go ahead and say, I'm glad that he was able to get you some nice things. And I'm glad that worked out. God used him to be able to provide some neat things for you. 
put it in a positive. Do not use this as an opportunity to say negative things or let your own anger get in the way. We got to also understand there's a line that can be crossed where a spouse or an ex-spouse may be using money for control, more lavish gifts in order to manipulate. Yes, I want us to be aware of that. But you can have some great family time. Holidays are an incredible time to pull out the old fun, whatever it was, family table game, and to create some laughter together. That laughter will be more bonding when the batteries go dead on that toy. So here's my lifelong wish, my grown-up Christmas list, not for myself, but for a world in need. No more lives torn apart than wars would never start, and time would heal all hearts, and everyone would have a friend, and right would This is Life, Love, and Family, and we are talking about, at times, an awkward topic. Spending time with family during the holidays, at times blended families, and the stress of it, expectations, conflict, oh boy, old dysfunctional patterns that happen. And I want you to remember, if you're on the home front, remember who you are, who God made you to be. You are a special human being And your value does not come from what you believe others see, particularly family members, what they'll say. Remember who you are, okay? And today, we can break out of old dysfunctional patterns. Sometimes we need help to do it. Sometimes this is why uh, folks come and work with us at the center, a place of hope, who come great distances uh, because it's worth it. You're worth it to break out and create a new life direction. You have a purpose. There's a plan for you, and it is different many times than what our family's expectations are of us. So remember who God made you to be. Sometimes we need reminders of that. I believe that you can start to feel different today by making a decision, I'm going to do something different. My friend and colleague, Dr. Tim Clinton, here on Life, Love, and Family, I'm Dr. Jantz, founder of the Center of Place of Hope. We have partnered together. There are resources, there is hope, and there is help, and you can use this toll-free number to reach out and learn more. 855 455 855 I am glad you found us today, and thank you for listening to Life, Love, and Family. And we've been talking about the last part of that today, family. And we can love a difficult family. If you want to share what you've heard today, you can listen to the program again or pass it along by connecting to the website, lifeloveandfamily.net. And you can begin to break a cycle of family stress and live differently. Let's do it now. Let's make this the year of restoring 
our personal peace, and doing what we can for our family that may not be healthy so that we can put this in perspective and live differently, celebrate the true reason for the season. Let's receive God's love in a new way this year. Life, love, and family. You know the feeling where you're tired and unmotivated and sometimes you get mad for no reason. And maybe you don't like what it's doing to your family or to your job. That's why the Center for Counseling and Health Resources has been there for people for more than 30 years. They take a whole person care approach that'll look at everything from your nutrition, your vitamin balances, your mind, your spirit. Call 1-888-771-5166 or for help right now visit aplaceofhope.com.